You can block me on Twitter, unfriend me on Facebook. You can delete the number of my mobile phone, but you can't unlick my salty brown starfish or what you did with that Toblerone. Oh yeah, my favourite podcast is the Sick and Wrong Podcast Cause it's a very good podcast Oh yeah, 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 yeah It's a funny, 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 funny show Sick and Wrong Podcast is a wonderful Good evening, and welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. And I'm Harrison. Harrison, you having uh, an Oscars party this weekend? No, no. no. I'm, I'm boycotting it because of um, white people or, or whatever. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I forget. Too, too many white people, <laughs> right. that's why you're boycotting yes, it? Yes, I guess you'll never watch an Oscars again. Nope, nope. I had yeah. to call all my friends. I had to call Armando and Stefan and be like, guys, forget it. We're not doing it this year. You right? do look like the type, though, that would throw an Oscars party with lots of finger food. I was actually, I was wondering, I'm like, is he just not inviting me? Like, maybe he doesn't like me right. or something, and or, or it would undermine our professional relationship. Like, I can't believe I'm not being invited to uh, to uh, Harrison's Oscar party, but then now after talking to you about it, I'm a bit relieved. Look, I'm, I'm having a lot of big wigs over, you know what I mean? And I don't want you talking about your fucking dead clown girlfriends, all right? Bumming everybody out. <laughs> you know, I hate the Oscars, and I hate the weekend that they have another one of these fucking award ceremonies to pat each other on the back as if they need to have more you know self-congratulatory behavior yes uh, however as long as the martian doesn't win i'm happy i didn't see the martian i hated that movie well i don't see movies where it's like one guy running around like i don't do it you know, I just avoid those movies like the fucking plague. I don't like them. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was just like focused. I didn't on this see one gravity. Guy and, I didn't see any. I don't see any of those movies. There's one guy on a planet. It's yeah. like who cares? Leave yeah. him there. We don't care. And it, it, are there aliens? Oh no, no, no they aliens. Get fucked because I don't give a shit. I actually hope it's Mad Max. You know, Mad Max is nominated for what? Best Picture. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I hope it's Mad Max. That'd be I think great. So. It won't win. But Although, um, you know yeah, who's not going to win? Leonardo DiCaprio is not going to win. I know this is like a running joke where everyone's like, oh, Leonardo DiCaprio, never going to win an Oscar. Oscars always elude him. He's not going to win. Eddie Redmayne, who did The Danish Girl, which is about the first sex change operation, there's no way that movie won't win. Okay. Yeah, That that guy has to win. I I know nothing about any of this. I'm just saying, it's like people are like, oh, it's got to be Leonardo DiCaprio because of The Revenant. Did you see The Revenant? No. Yeah, the Revenant was an all right movie. It was okay. It was, you know, he got the uh, you know he got raped by a bear, but they kept saying with the Revenant, it's like, oh, he persevered and he suffered so much because you know he's he plays this like French uh, voyager that's tracking furs and stuff like that, and he's in the middle of the wilderness, and I guess they're in snow, and at, at points he was naked in the snow, and they're like, he suffered so much, and that's why he deserves an Oscar. Well, in that mentality. You got to think if like if it, if it's suffering and perseverance yeah. that determines an Oscar, then the guys from Jackass should have like 10 Oscars. Yeah, or or just give just have the Oscars just for uh production assistance. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, just, they're the, they're the yeah, ones yeah. who suffer. Yeah, I mean, just make it for those guys. Those guys aren't even allowed to go to the and bathroom and for hours. Right. You know? Yeah, so yeah. It's not, but to, to be honest, who gives a shit about the Oscars? I don't. You know, neither do I. But but you know what, the only thing I care about about the Oscars is the fact that traffic's going to be fucked on Sunday. Yeah. So well, we're, it's, we're not it's, already shut, it's already fucked now. They shut down. Yeah, they shut down the shut Hollywood. Down. Yeah, so yeah. you can't even take the train into Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah, I hate the it's making my It's fucking up. You know, my drug dealers are having a hard time getting around. It's, it's rough. It's rough so, it, so if you're not having an Oscar party, then what are you, what are you doing this weekend? Why, why are you all, you're all upset. I saw you earlier. You're like upset about something. Well, I'm not upset. I'm not upset. Um, <clears throat> I just had a weird. Perturbed. Uh, I was a little perturbed. I had a weird day. Um, I know that. Oh, sorry. I know this uh, Iraqi girl, right? Who's a friend of mine. Hmm. And uh, she came over because she was like she needed some Xanax and, and she has like a back injury so she has all this like all these painkillers you know does, does she wear the full hijab like is she no you know, I think she's she's like a punk rock she's like a oh, like Persepolis a kind of chick you know a punk oh a, a punk oh, rocky okay yeah very I just good. made that up it's portmanteau you know, yeah, punk rocky why aren't you in marketing I um, don't know okay this would be great all right anyway so and she, she, so she has a lot of painkillers, and I'm like, well, let's do a trade, you know? Let's hang out for a little bit, do a Did trade. Did you make her clean your bathroom or something? You seem to be no, prone no. to doing that with your friends. No, I still need to do. <laughs> I still need to get that fixed. My friends need money. I mean, this is LA. Nobody has a job, so it's like, hey, you want to make fifty bucks? You know, <laughs> come it's, over and clean yeah, one of my rooms. Right, exactly. Yeah. So she comes up, and I know nobody wants to hear about how I tickle some hoe with a feather or whatever, but I don't. What things happen to me? I'm going to talk about it. Did you tickle her with your? Did you break out the feather collection? No, but I. Here's my ostrich feather. A couple times. <laughs> Ostriches are endangered. Actually, I don't know if that's true. But anyway, one other time she came over, she was like, "Oh, I've never." We were talking about. She was talking about, "Oh, like I want to bring another girl into the bedroom with my boyfriend and have a threesome, and I want to get a double into dildo." And I was like. Well, look at my showcase of weird shit, you know. Well, so you're like a, her advisor then about sexual sexuality. Kind of, but then she's like, I've never been tied up before. And I'm like, really? And she's like, oh, why don't you tie me up? You know? Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. So this is like, so this is a, this girl has a boyfriend. So this is something I've done before, but let me talk about this particular instance. All right, all right. Okay, just because it's more interesting. So I, I was kind of assuming we might do that if she came over. And this is a situation where, like, I last time and this time, I tied her up and played with her, but I didn't want to have sex with her for a, a couple different reasons. A, she has a boyfriend, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure he's a fairly frightening fellow. No, um, he's like a large guy that could probably hurt you. He does some shady stuff, I think. So, you know, eh, better better yeah, to, to yeah. err on the side of caution right. here. And also, there's, uh, I kind of get the impression from her where it's like if I did have sex with her. I'd be like, oh, now you're my boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, if you kill Santa Claus, then you have to become Santa Claus kind of situation. Oh, wow. Now, that would that could be awkward. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I was I was kind of uh, worried about that, you know? Like, oh, I killed Caligula, and now I'm the emperor, you know? So, uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to... But I'm, you know, playing with her, right? Spanging her, punching her, whatever. Tickling and her. She's, yeah. Her. So I have her, like, like cuffed and gagged and everything, and, and she's kind of like, even though she's got like a gag in her mouth, she's kind of directing me with some stuff to do because I didn't be know difficult how difficult if she can't enunciate. I'm pretty good at hearing that. All anyway, right. so she can, you know, she's telling me because I'm like, I don't know how far to go here. So basically what happened is um, 
I was kind of touching her, and then I ended up going down on her because she wanted me to go down on her. Okay, yeah, yeah. so uh, oral and, sex. Yeah, and the whole <laughs> the whole time, and I was she gave me these painkillers, and they were starting to kick in, and they were like I think they were like oxys or something. She was like super strong, and so I start kind of nodding out. <laughs> I'm like going down on her and I'm I'm like nodding out you know and I'm having these weird visions of like skulls and I'm thinking about Ronald Rumsfeld Ronald, <laughs> Donald Rumsfeld. Donald Rumsfeld wow that could kill the boner Saddam Hussein because I'm thinking like I, the whole time I'm thinking like her parents escaped Saddam Hussein's regime to come here so you could tie so, her up so this for this very moment um, is what I'm thinking in my mind <laughs> And then I start thinking about, you know, like Donald Rumsfeld shaking hands with Saddam Hussein in that picture, giving him a copy of Walt Whitman's Leaves the Grass. And it's uh, it was a weird moment in my yeah, life. Yeah, I could imagine. It's not yeah. very, it, it doesn't seem to yeah. propagate and she's thoughts. like And she's like kind of moaning through her gag because I'm fucking, I'm like, you know, looking yeah, but at, well, look at her clitoris and then I'm like falling asleep. <laughs> and then I like wake up and then I'm, you know, going at it again. And I think she's worried I'm going to like die. Yeah, and, 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 and then she'd be stuck, like tied up, and with with this dead guy in this gross apartment in uh, Hollywood, which would be great. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd be like on on some weird tour, you know, that happened like forty years from now, just weird bullshit. She'd almost happened. be better off in Baghdad. All right, let's not go nuts. You know, <laughs> let's not go crazy here. <laughs> But anyway, it was it was an interesting time, and also I I but I have to be careful with that because I, one thing I found out over the summer, which is fun, is that if I take painkillers two days in a row, the next day I just go into full blown heroin withdrawal. Oh yeah, oh wow yeah. yeah. Well, your system is probably accustomed. It is yeah. Kind of so it's like you can't. Wow yeah. So I'm surprised if uh, you have this Iraq. Why didn't you waterboard her? I didn't even think of that, honestly. You should do it. Yeah. Why not? Go full Guantanamo. Well, I mean, she's new to the... You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Maybe she'd be I'm into doing. it. I don't know what I'm doing. I guess I'm just bored. I don't, I don't know. I mean, yo, wait, you don't know how to waterboard? Because that, no, that's no, no. something Donald Rumsfeld I, No, I mean, do. I just don't even know why I was doing that. I'm not even really sure. Oh, even tying My motivations. Yeah, it was just like, uh, this will be fun. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm not really think. I guess I'm thinking about consequences, but I'm not... <laughs> Anyway, so, so wait, when you when you nod off while you're you're eating her out, you're looking yeah. at her clitoris. Yeah, you nod off. Does your head just kind of fall into the vagina? Like is she on all knee? Like is she on her knees and her ass is up? She in the was air sitting or? down. She's sitting down on her mm. on her, her buttocks and her legs are spread open. Yeah. So then is your head just kind of falling? I into think it? so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure because I, you know, that's a very pleasing mental image. Yeah. So how did it end? Did you have, did you eventually just wake up and be like, oh hey, what are you doing here? She was like, because I was having a bad reaction to the, like, well, a they, I took too much apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And B, I was like sweating like fucking John Belushi, you know. Hmm. I was just going, I was sweating. And she was like, yo, you know, you look like not good. <laughs> like you, you know, she's like, okay. She's like, mm, I take the thing out, you know? And then she's like, you look like you're going to die. Wow. Um, this is like a, this is a good lesson, people. Maybe before you tie up a girl and, uh, and, and go down on her, you should probably not take opiates. Yeah. Or maybe take a, a couple opiates. Know your limits. Right. Exactly. Know your limits. Yeah. Huh. I mean, it's been a while. I don't take them that much because, A, I try to avoid it because I can't do them two days in a row. So, you know, it's been it, a while. So I didn't know how much, I didn't know what I was doing. You also really. don't know the potency when it's just someone's handing you pills. Right. I don't you know. You know, it's like, yeah. a, then that's, that's also kind of dangerous. 
Um, you know, I always wonder, do you think Hitler would have been into like some, do you think he was into some crazy bondage? I don't. You don't think he was into bondage I believe at all. in the banality of evil, D. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, but, but you know how there's all these like uh, conjectures and speculations about his sexuality and like physically about his, uh, his genitals. Yes. And so, and, and people now, like this week, the reason I'm talking about is there's, there's an article this week that just kind of exploded across the internet where they were talking about Hitler's micropenis. And everybody wants to assume Hitler had a micropenis because that would explain his fury. That would explain the whole Holocaust. And let me tell you why that annoys me real quick, not to get all preachy, but that annoys me because it'd be like, oh, that, well, that, it, it kind of diminishes the Holocaust because the Holocaust has, a, has its roots in theosophy and eugenics, most of which started in fucking America 50 years earlier than that. So it irritates me when people it, do that. Because a few years ago, they're like, hey, yeah, he was gay. And that's, somehow explains something somehow like or that you. or that he was effeminate they're they're right. trying to like you know uh, just just make him an effeminate male to to explain you know the reason he had to do the holocaust and no one he's doing that to like Reinhard Heydrich or Heinrich Himmler the guys who were actually more involved in all the horrible shit well that's the thing i mean he wasn't the principal architect of the holocaust right. it was his idea sure he wrote mein kampf um, but I mean, there there are more characters that were involved in doing this. Not to mention, the Holocaust can't be explained just because of the size of a man's penis, right? You know, and I think that's kind of the 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 way people sort of belittle belittle the significance of the Holocaust. Exactly. With this, anyway. So this week, this week, there was an article that came out about uh, his his embarrassing condition that left him with a tiny deformed penis. It turned out two British authors say the Fuhrer had hypospadias. Mm. Which isn't it? Which it which may have given him an abnormally small manhood, but that doesn't directly correlate to a micropenis. Um, what the condition is, it condition the condition can be so severe that sufferers are forced to urinate through a hole on the other side of the penis. Um, on the other side of the penis, on the, on the, on the side of your shaft. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> the underside of your shaft. Oof. I mean, it is something that would be quite embarrassing. Oh, I mean, okay. and the condition actually they say is fairly common, but most kids get uh, you know most infants get surgery to prevent it now you know in this day and age um so the, the book is called hitler's last day minute by minute and it's by historians jonathan mayo and emma craigie uh hitler himself is believed to have had two forms of genital abnormality an undescended testicle which everyone says hitler only had one ball i mean that's very common that's common knowledge um, and a rare condition called penile hypospadias in which the urethra opens on the underside of the penis Okay. And so, uh, but the, the deformation could explain Hitler's fear of being naked, which I didn't actually know he was a never nude. Did yeah, you know that? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, as, who as, who well, said this? Uh, you know, it's, I guess it's just Where one, did of we the, learn this? one of the pervasive myths okay. about Hit Hitler. You know, they, uh, you know, they said that uh, he had a fear of being naked. And they also said that he was asexual. Some people say he was gay. Right. You know, other, have you heard the, uh, the theory that there was a, he was in love with a Jewish woman? who spited him, and that's why he started the, the entire Holocaust. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, which, I, you know, I don't know if any of those are, are true. But, but what they want to do is they want to say that the micropenis, the size of his penis, accounts for his deep-seated fury, you know, and, and his rage and, uh, and his hatred towards the Jews, which... You ever have that thing happen to you? correlation there. You ever have that thing happen to you where you, like, after you have sex, you, like, fall asleep immediately, and then you wake up in the morning, and because you haven't, like things haven't really been cleaned out 
you know it's you a, go to the bathroom cross stream like that dual yeah stream. where it's like it's set to spray mode and it just like <laughs> yeah just like goes every <laughs> fucking which way yeah that no that's the worst i that must be and, like what this thing is like kind of if it's well, on the they, bottom they say like most people have hypospadias uh are not able to urinate standing up so you got to like sit down yeah which could be kind of humiliating i imagine the other nazis are like why does hitler sit down when he pees you know it's probably a running joke why well, I, I don't use i try not to use urinals anymore i try to go in the stall would you, why wouldn't you use a urinal? Because I like to dab afterwards. I'm an, I'm getting older. You know what I mean? Wait, wait. You take a piece of toilet paper and dab the tip? Yeah. Have you ever done the shake? The shake is not enough at my age. I mean, I know you're, you know, I know you're 40 going yeah, on I'm 28. Yeah, I'm older than you. 40 going on 28 <laughs> or whatever the fuck you are. But so, I, I, I dab, right? I dab because it's like, I'll shake, I'll shake, I'll shake. And then it'll be like, oh. Now there's urine everywhere. You know, that's what How happens. How much urine comes out? A couple drops? Or you take saying like sometimes, a stream? Sometimes more than a few drops to make things very uncomfortable. Maybe and, you're not urinating properly. Do you have hypospadias? Do you have like the... I don't uh, have hypospadias. <laughs> um, I drink a lot of diuretics, somebody told me. I don't know what that means. And I don't really... I never will know, probably, but... Well, you know, they say hypospadias is a rare condition, but it affects one in 300 boys in Britain. So it's not that rare. Hmm. You know, the, the whole the tip of the penis. Which you know is, what? You know what also affects one in every three hundred boys in Britain? Emotions. Emotions. Yeah, one in every three hundred <laughs> British boys are born with emotions. It's amazing. Uh, not Morrissey, though. No. Um, as well as the physical appearance of the penis, it can also mean that the men with the condition are not able to urinate standing up, and so it's so you yeah basically the the hole is is in the wrong spot. I mean, it could be down at the base of the scrotum. <laughs> No. So, yeah. Stop so, I mean, it. So I imagine Hitler had some some issues. Uh, you know they they say that. Uh, so anyway, it was going around like I think every news organization was like Hitler's micro penis. He had, but it's hypospadias. To say that he suffered, uh, that he had a micro penis because he suffered from hypospadias is a leap, and that's even the author said that. She's like, you know, he might have had a normal sized penis. It's just the hole was that the it was was positioned at the wrong spot. Right. You know, and it's something that could be completely corrected now, but probably not then. However, I mean, that might have contributed to, to him being um, you know, so conscious about being nude in front of women. Uh, she says that his relationships with women were very strange. Every woman he was involved with either attempted or successfully committed suicide. Okay. You know? Yeah. Um, which I can understand. I mean, wouldn't you? Could you imagine if a girl was like, I just had sex with Hitler? I don't know. I'd be kind of, you know. Fun little most, cocktail party story, you know? I think most women, are, it's like, especially if I'm just like, so, uh, how'd you lose your virginity? Hitler. Right. I, I could see a girl having some issues with that. Well, also, he he tended to go, you know, he tended to aim in weird directions. Like, apparently, he slept with one of his nieces. He was rumored I, I never to, heard that. Yeah, it's, his half-niece. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. So, I did not know she, that. I think she killed herself, yeah. Um... Well, anyway, you know, they, they say you can't even really prove that he had hypospadias. It's like who, who, the, the accounts from the doctors are unclear. Yeah, what, the who Soviets the that found his corpse? Yeah, they said the Soviets that, that found his corpse gonna, said he had a micropenis. We're going to start believing the Soviets But everyone's going to try to... I'm not trying to defend Hitler. Of okay. course, I wish he had a micropenis. I wish Hitler's penis was one inch long because then it would just be funny. You know, and then Jews around around the world can make jokes about it. You know, Mel Brooks can have a field day about Hitler's tiny cock. But you know what? The, the fact of the matter is, it's it's not proven. 
Yeah. What is proven, though, is the, uh, the that he had a not that he had one testicle, but that he suffered from uh, right side crypt orchidism, which is uh, means his testicle never dropped. Right, one of them dropped and one of them didn't. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. So you think that affects the voice? Is that why you had that high pitched, you know, furor voice? I don't think that affects the voice. Yeah. No. Eh, eh, maybe. I think what people should look at is why, like uh, their motivation for wanting to believe that the man had a small dick. You know, what, why is that? Why do we want to think that, God, I hope Justin Bieber has a small dick or God, I hope Donald Trump has a small dick? Because we want to believe that there's some justice in the world. Yeah, I guess maybe that's, you know? that's why I want to believe it. Right. Anyway, it's like note, when It's like when I meet someone who's a good musician and then they're also smart. It annoys. I'm off. like, that's not fair. It's not fair. This person's successful for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it. Like I feel like if you're a good musician, you should not be smart. You have to be dumb, but you should just not be smart. Is it is it the same thing? It's like if you're a, a you know a very attractive celebrity, you know, don't you just are you upset if that guy's also intelligent or if that guy has a huge penis? Absolutely. <laughs> like John Hamm. can't have too many things. It, it's it's not natural. It's just not fair. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think on it's that not note, fair. I think on that note, uh, we should maybe play a play a sick and wrong game here. You know, big penis or small penis. Okay. Okay. It's a game about the size of the penis, the size of the penis of famous people. Um, and you know who's going to be on this on this uh, segment, this game show is uh, Lenora. Lenora Claire said she'd participate. All right, let's let's do so, it. So uh, let, let's give Lenora a ring. Lenora. Avon calling. <laughs> Hi. Lenora, how are you? I'm okay. I, I'm bumming out this famous French guy. Like, I don't know if you, because you guys are dudes, but like, do you get people like Instagram direct messaging you? Uh, that you know, I just learned that you could do that, which kind of makes me seem very old. Yeah, However, I've never gotten a message. Yeah, no, no one ever no. direct messages me, so it's nothing I've ever had to learn. But then again, oh, I'm not an attractive I guess, woman. I guess, I'm like, guys can send you dick pics or whatever. Like, I'm not going to say his name, but like a famous French guy is messaging me, and I just have like no interest. And it's just really funny. Like, I'll have to show you guys the DMs. It's like he's never been turned out in his life. He like can't wrap his mind around it. Gerard Depardieu? (laughs) With his his giant wine nose? (laughs) No. He's younger. He's, no. I I got his hoping it's Francois Mitterrand. I just saw that he had like 60,000 followers, so I'm like, who is this motherfucker? And then I Googled him and saw that he was on a big French reality show, so whatever. Uh, and he's just sending you unsolicited pictures of his dick? No, he didn't send dick photos. <laughs> Other people have. No, he just sent me like selfies, and he's like, I guess he moved to L.A., and he was like trying to get me to go out with him tonight, and I'm like, bro, I don't know you. Like, I, And it's, it's just, you know, so corny, so I just, it's just kind of funny. I was just like, what? But yeah, I mean, it's just... Whatever. I mean, that's how I. I met not the person I'm currently seeing, but you guys know the person prior was over Twitter. So yeah, I mean sure. that happens. <laughs> Yeah, I, that is kind of funny. You know, I saw something about a uh, she's a model that started shaming guys that were sending her dick pics on Instagram. Yeah, that's Emily Sears. I know yeah. her. She's super cool. Yeah. And so she was shaming these guys and like contacting their girlfriends on right. Facebook, saying like, "Hey, you yeah. know who's been sending me pictures of his dick? Your boyfriend." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she wrote. Uh, yeah, she wrote. Yeah, she wrote and not that the girlfriend's like the moms too. Like, oh yeah, and their mothers. Funny. God. Yeah. I know. That's like basically saying that your your son should have been aborted. Look what he's doing. Right. Look what you raised. Yeah. 
Yeah. A pervert. Yeah. Um. So, so Lenora, we were talking about Hitler's uh, penis. I don't know if I have you have you seen that in the news this week? Everyone's saying Hitler had a micro penis. Yeah, well, you know what's interesting was the rumor prior to those uh, medical records being discovered was that he had an incident with a goat and that he had, like, a misshapen dick, which I heard that for years. So this whole thing about him having, like, dick issues and, like, the power thing is not new. So before it was, because there have been rumors about him having, like, deformed genitalia for years. But, yeah, it was supposedly, like, got bit by a goat. Like, if you Google that, you can find it. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like there's all these pervasive rumors, but none of them are substantiated because it's not like we have the med- you know, the, the doctor who actually saw his penis. Right. It's not like we can we can ask yeah, yeah, Ava Braun. Now we know we had the microphallus. Well, so they're saying he had this condition called hypospadias where the hole for the urethra is actually at the bottom of the shaft. Right. Which is yeah, a little weird. Yes. Because, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, you know, I was, I was talking to a, a friend of mine about this, and I was like, so if you were going down on a guy and he had this condition, <laughs> like, would you be freaked out or would you continue? You know? um, well, first of all, is the dick normal size? That's the more important question. Well, yeah, like his, uh, his penis apparently was, uh, was normal sized. But that, that's what they say about Hitler. Micro- no, I read that it was microphallus. Are you sure? I heard that it was two inches. Well, so, so they say, but there's no, there's no, they, they can't substantiate that claim. Yeah, they're just kind of like the Russian that up. doctors said that, but you know who who knows? You know, well, there's a, I, people say he was injected with bull semen to make his dick larger. I, I saw microphallus once. I was dating this guy, and the first time we were gonna like have sex, he took his pants off before I could even see, and he goes. I know I have a baby dick. And I was like, what? And then I thought, <laughs> Well, that's like the sexiest precursor to sex I've ever heard. Yeah. I have know, a baby dick. In, in the spirit of full disclosure. <laughs> I, didn't, I did not have sex with him because the mo- I was like, he, was, he walked around fully confident. He owned it. And I was just like, this is so weird. I don't think I can do this. Um, how, how large was it? It was really small. It was like... It was little. It was like, I don't know. I'm a girl, so I have smaller hands. He's probably the size of a pinky. Wow. A pinky. That's like two fully inches. Er- fully erect? Yeah. Oh, my. And so how did he like, say it? He's like, just so you know, I have a baby dick. Did he expect you to be like, that's fine. Let me suck it. Well, no. He apparently, like, he just knows that he's, like, got nothing going on. So he, like, sorts women out his own way. You know what I'm saying? So oh, he's he probably good at oral. Like, he was like letting me know, like, I don't really have much of a penis, but I'll take care of you in other ways. I was like, okay, okay this is weird. Did you have any contact with it? With the penis? No. <laughs> it was, I mean, the way he said it was so weird. I mean, like, I, it was just like, uh, like, it just was, it was not a, it like made it the, it just wasn't sexy at all anymore. Did it you actually see like, it? Yeah, I saw it. Was it circumcised? Uh, you know, I want to say, well, because it was erect, so it's kind of hard to tell. You know, I, I would assume so. Like, I didn't see the foreskin. Like, I saw I pulled back. Yeah, I, I guess so, probably. We're going to need would, a smaller moil. <laughs> I would be upset if my dad made me uh, get a circumcision if I had a micropenis. Because it's like, I'd want all the size I could right. possibly yeah, have. Baby, how do you know? Because all babies have a baby dick. Who knew that the baby dick wouldn't grow to be a big boy dick? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. His that dick true. just never grew. God. So, mm. Anyway, speaking of baby dicks and large dicks, 
Um, we have a game that we're going to have you play here called large dick or, uh, or small dick, big dick, small dick. Right. Um, or does this person have a micro penis or does this person have a schlong? So you're going to be playing against Harrison. I'm just going to read a name and you can tell me if you think the guy has a, a, a dong, like a schlong or a micro penis. Okay. All right. Is Harrison answering or me? Both of you. Both of us. You're going to play against Harrison. Yeah. So. All right. You know, you know, you know, we bicker like old married people. You know this. Right? I bet you we're going to bicker over the dick. We probably like, will. <laughs> and also, my my answers are going to be colored by the fact that a I wish there was justice in the world, and b I know there isn't. So you're really not going to know which way I'm going to go here. All right. Are you ready for the first name? Yeah. Okay. Liam Neeson. Oh, that's a big one. You say um, big. I really- I'm going to say it's big and it has very, very hairy balls. <laughs> I don't know about the, the balls, but both of you are right there. Apparently, Leon Meeson's dong is so immense, it looks like a water bottle. This is uh, yeah, but I, Janice Dickinson said he, this. He, yeah, the he, reason I say that is that, yeah, he looks like he's got a big dick, but he also looks like he's, like, real comfortable in his manliness, like he does at Manscaped. Like, I, just, I don't know if just, like, a, yeah, big dick with, like, lots of, like, hair. But why is he always talking about how he has a specific set of skills, you know? You'd think if he had a big dick, he wouldn't even need to go into that, but sure. All right, okay. all right. Here's uh, name number two, Ashton Kutcher. Small. I'm going to say small, too. And I want to. I think it's like one of those like weird thin ones. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> gonna just. I'm gonna dick. just. In wishful thinking here, I'm gonna just hope that it's actually not a penis, and instead it's just like a small garden snake. <laughs> just for you know, just for the sake of. So, um, you guys are both right again. I guess uh, the late Brittany Murphy joked about her ex's <laughs> relationship with now um, when he was dating Demi Moore. He says. Uh, the crux of the relationship basically means to him that age doesn't matter, and to her, size doesn't matter. And Kutcher never denied uh, whether or not he had a large or small penis. So yeah, but I heard that the 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 people that killed her are the same people that killed Scalia. You know, I oh, think really? it was they Kutcher. Uh, Kutcher wiped her up. You know, wiped her out. Yeah. Okay, what about Milton Berle? We know. Oh, huge! He's yeah, yeah. for monster dick. He used to play on, on a tray at parties. He's very famous for his gigantic dick. Hmm. Yeah, that, that's true. At, at parties, yeah, he used to like, whip his dong out. Um, he would play, well, I didn't know the party thing, but... Okay, what about Eminem? Okay, I love Eminem. I would have sex with him for sure. Like, he's my one shame-dang choice. I think he's really big and awesome. What do you, what do you think there, Harrison? Eminem. I'm going to just... I'm going to say small. Why? Why would you say Eminem has a small dick? Is it because he has a chip on his shoulder like Hitler? Yes. Okay. Um, Eminem may rap as well as any other well-known rapper, but apparently he's not as well-endowed as most. Uh, Ex-wife Kim, who might have uh, some other motivations, said if you're going to have sex with Marshall, make sure you have a little blue pill because it's not going to work and it's not very big. Yeah. It doesn't work because Iggy Pop stole it all the time. It doesn't mean it isn't big. Everyone knows the pill popper. He's in a rehab like a bunch of times. So, no, 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 no. I don't know about that. That's, that's why the dick don't work. I thought for a second pop. I thought you said Iggy Pop stole it. But... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I realized you said it's a pill popper. Okay. All right. What about Shia LaBeouf? Oh. We, we, we saw that. It was in the video that he did. There was like a Figaro's video. I don't... It was hairy. I remember that, right? It was like a hairy dick. It was a very. I don't like, think I've ever seen. Shia I saw it dick. once, but he had a paper bag over it, so I couldn't really tell. 
Hmm. So wow, what, do you, that, what are you fucking saying? Fucking crickets to that joke. Okay. I think it's definitely like an unclean dick. An unclean dick? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like he doesn't, like, he's a weirdo and he, like, steals french fries and homeless people. Like, I think that that's, like, a weird dink dick. Okay. So what do you think, uh, Harrison? Large or small? Oh, man. Um,. Just, 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 uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say large just for the hell of it. All right. Well, it sounds like, uh, wait, Lenora, did you say large or small or did you just say unclean, like a dirty penis? I just think, I just get like dirty vibe. Like, I think it's probably regular size. I don't think it's big or small. I think it's regular, but I think it's kind of hairy and dirty. <laughs> like, like discolored <laughs> and it smells no, like mean, nicotine like, stains, <laughs> like old ham <laughs> or something. Like, you know, like, like, like I, I feel like maybe he washes his dick in the sink once a week and doesn't take a real shower. You know what I mean? Like that. Uh, yeah, I heard. I heard he uh, he actually rubs his dick in unconsecrated graveyard dirt <laughs> once a week. So yeah, you might be right. Shia LaBeouf has admitted to Playboy um, that he wasn't extremely endowed. God damn it! Yeah. I, I was every time I was okay. Right, except then. So okay. he said to Playboy oh, wait, that, that oh, he's. Small. Wait, wait, wait. I'm beating him, right? Like, I'm more right. You're winning by one. Wait, no, but she was wrong about Eminem. Oh, shit. Yeah, you guys are tied. Hi. I take that back. You're tied. Eminem, you just said about how it works, not about it. No, she said it was also small, Kim said. Kim said it, but that that is his ex-wife. That's the only source. That's what we got to go with. Do it. Her, so of course she's gonna attack his dick. Eminem's a beautiful it, man. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're tied. We're gonna say we're gonna say tied. All right, Huey Lewis from Huey Lewis in the News. This is a tough one. Oh, uh, mm. I'm gonna say that's a big swinging dick. Yeah, that's a big that's a big old salami. Why do you guys think Huey Lewis is a big dick? Because he's got the news. It's like it's, I don't know. Like I just feel like, like he understands like, you know the power of love. You know. Yeah. So, I, I feel like the news was his dick. He's like Huey Lewis and the news. Like, that's what he calls his dick. That's what I feel like. Well, Connie Hamsey, a legendary groupie um, who had sex with many rockers, she said, this is her quote about Huey Lewis, he's the biggest. I've always mm. said he's the biggest. But, see, that's what I'm saying. He, you don't call your man Huey Lewis and the news unless you're saying, like, it's as big as the news. All right. the news. Plus, all those guys in the 80s that wore trench coats, huge swinging dicks. How about yeah. Jude Law? Who? Jude Law. That's tiny. I didn't hear what you said. Say it one more time. Jude Law. Oh, Jude Law. Okay, I worked with Jude Law on AI. He's kind of a small guy. That face is very pretty. I think it's small. I don't think he should be that pretty and have a big dick, too. He has the small, it's- tender hands of an Asian girl. <laughs> so. I, yeah, I, I, think, I, I don't think he's packing. And he, like, cheats a lot, so he's just not weird. I, I just, yeah, I, I don't think it's big. But, so, on the other hand, I, I think it's small, too. But, on the other hand, he did go bald kind of early. So, so, wait, wait, is that, does that, is that causality there? If that there's some kind of cosmic justice, if you're taking that oh. into account. Oh, you're okay. I'm not, but you could. Um, thanks for the work of a sneaky paparazzo back in 2005. <laughs> Pictures came out that Jude Law's penis is really small. Ah, yes. And there are pictures online. Knew it. You know, you know who like supposedly has the biggest wing is John Hamm. I know. I didn't even include him. I took him out. We've of it, seen. It's we've such all an seen obvious. it. The Hamaconda. That guy's got yep. a nickname for his cock. Yeah. All right. What about uh, LBJ? 
Linda Bain Johnson. Oh, that Who? one was fucking huge. LBJ, Linda Bain Who? Johnson. Okay, who? L O L B J. Yeah. Oh, his last, his last name is Johnson. It's gotta be there. Yeah, know? and there's right. that there's the audio of him like, yeah, I need uh, the crotch taken out of my pants because you know around the bunghole it's real tight. So he had a, he had like a big old dick. <laughs> Long boner Johnson. That's his that's his nickname. He even referred to his own cock as Jumbo. Mm. So yeah. yeah. So uh, he's he's a big guy. Yep. Um, he was a Texan. All right, what about Rasputin? Oh, it's in a jar somewhere, isn't it? Yes, uh, someone did actually purchase Rasputin's cock. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, because I think I saw it, but it was all shriveled in formaldehyde. I don't think it's, I don't, I think, no, oh, no, wait, wait, what wasn't the, okay, wait, I, I think it was supposed to be, like, pretty, pretty substantial, but it's all, like, withered and gross and, like, a, like a, so take a wild guess. I'm going to say think? big. I'm going to say big. Why do you say big? Because who, how else do you get that kind of confidence to like lie to the royal family and be like, oh, yes, uh, yeah. you're a magician, uh, you know, whatever. I think it was too. I think it was, yeah. I agree. I think that's what was it. I think it was a big dick, but now it's in the middle of high, so it's all gnarly. But I think it was big. I think you're right. Uh, they say, while it can never be 100% verified, the Russian Museum of Erotica claims to have Rasputin's chopped off penis on display and preserved where it stands at about 12 inches long. Mm. And yeah. very gross looking, actually. It's like a weird alien dick. Ah. Like a shriveled alien dick. Okay, how about Jay-Z? Jay-Z? Jay-Z. Beyonce's husband, Oof. Jay-Z. It's a tough one. Oh. Um, I'm going to say it's big because he is not a lover and he got Beyonce. So I'm going to say that. Plus, I think he was a really uh, difficult dancer. Yeah, I'm sure that, you know, whatever. I think um, it's probably pretty. Well, what do you think, Harrison? Large or small? Jay-Z. I, w- I wish we had music, like I know. dick music. Like, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and... Fred Schneider's song Monster in my pants. We could have that playing. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say oh. small because I feel like if I say large, is that racist? I don't actually know. Like, I don't know. He got Beyonce. He got Beyonce, and he's not a cute dude. So he's, he's got to have something. Yeah, but right? he's also yeah. successful and rich. I mean, that's... Nas's baby mama, Carmen Bryan, has described Jay-Z's dick to be like a baby's arm, yes! the neck of a giraffe, Wait, no, and no, an that... elephant's trunk. Oh. A baby's arm is kind of oh, large a baby's for a dick. Arm. Okay, I'm thinking of a... Yeah. Oh, dude, you don't... You don't land Beyonce. You don't. You don't land. Don't land her unless you're like. All right, we're gonna do one more. That's gonna be the tiebreaker here. All right. Um, because now you guys are are actually Lenore is winning. Okay. Yeah. 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 This will be. This will be the the decide the winner. Um, Donald Trump. What do you think, Lenora? Donald Trump. I I'm gonna say that it's small and he has a matching merkin to his toupee. A matching Birkin. What do you think, Harrison? It's well, you know, it's it's hard to tell whether his bluster is sort of unwarranted confidence or just you know stems completely from insecurity. But I don't even think he's like self-aware enough to even be insecure. So I'm going to say big. You're going to say big. I'm going to say big. I'm going to say big. I think the world wishes he had a small penis but you know what though i don't know this is a trick question i just threw that in there but did you see that picture that that artist painted of him the 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 portrait of donald trump i just i that's yeah i mean like i don't know i just think he's probably got his belly hanging over it so it looks small too and i think he's real red-faced during sex like 
those guys who like barely do anything and they're like all red and sweat on you. <laughs> Like, you can you just know. tell it's like that's something I'd never want to see. And you know the fact that his uh, his model ex model wife had to sell her soul to like have sex with that disgusting penis makes me feel for her. Yeah. Okay, and this since that was a trick question. We're gonna have one more, and this is gonna be it. This is gonna decide the winner of big or small I penis. I thought I was ahead. I lightning was round. Whatever. Okay, lightning round. This yeah. is it. Willem Dafoe. Oh, that's, that's a big, big one. one. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big. It's big time. Why do you guys say it's big? What, what do you think? Why Willem Dafoe? Because he's so like just monstrous looking. Yes. Yeah, it's a big one. Yeah, it's like terrifying goblin yeah, face. Yeah, like the monster. Dick. Yeah, I mean the monster from Beowulf, even though it was written thousands of years before his birth, was actually based on Willem Dafoe. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. Willem Dafoe, the man with that terrifying goblin face, his dong is so unbelievably large that he used, had to yeah. use a stand-in dick for the nude scenes in Antichrist. Ah, yeah. yeah. Lars von Trier said, it's too big because everybody got very confused when they saw it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. One oh. last one. Last one here. Um, How do you get confused? I don't think is I've that been... like when you like look up at a skyscraper and then you forget which way is north kind of thing? Like I, I, Maybe they just didn't expect him to have such All a right. massive dog. Yeah. Okay, Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. Tiny uh, town. Tiny town. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say tiny too. You're going to say it's tiny. Um, apparently, Keith Richards said that uh, that he had a very tiny cock in his uh, autobiography. Yeah. But... Well, you in his leggings, dude. You can see it. Like, there's not a whole lot going on. He wears those tight-ass pants. Like, How if there was something going on, we'd know it, okay? And he made he made fun of it. However, he was uh, contradicted by uh, the, the Who's Pete Townsend, who said, um, I've, the only man I've ever seriously wanted to fuck is Mick Jagger. I couldn't help noticing the lines of his cock. Long and plunk. Mick was clearly very well endowed. And Jerry Hall, his ex-wife of 23 years, confirmed that Mick is very well endowed. Huh. I don't think so. I've, I've, I've been a pecker checker. And if his dick was big, the cover of Sticky Fingers, which is actually Joe D'Alessandro's dick shot by Warhol, he would have his own dick, not Joe's dick. So I don't really think that's true. I don't know. Uh, Marianne Faithful was asked if he had a tiny Todger, and she goes, "Not quite, but nearly." Hmm. So I, I you know, I don't know. She's real, dude. She's real. She I'm is real. Go with her. The jury She's is real. out on that one. Yeah. All right. That's that's all I have. So I guess you guys are kind of tied. So you, you're both winners at the game of celebrity penises. Yay! <laughs> Hey. Right. So there you go. Um, Lenora, thanks for being on the show. It's good talking to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you won, but I, I did way better than I ever hoped I would do. So the, yeah, I, I, mean, yeah. I, think we, I think we can cock talk anytime, you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's what we should call the segment, cock talk with Lenora. That was Claire. actually way more fun than I thought it'd be. Yeah. When you told me we were going to do this, I'm like, this is idiotic, and I have more dignity than this. But actually, it turns out I don't, and I had a good time. So. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a little more heated, but hey, you know what? You guys are both winners in the game of penises, so uh, so, yes. so congratulations to the two of you. Uh, people, this is episode uh, 521 here of Sick and Wrong. We have Fistful of Steel coming up next, and then we have some phone calls coming up after that. But first, here's a word from AdamandEve.com. Hey, kids, do you like sex toys? Yeah! Then go to AdamandEve.com and make a purchase using coupon code DIDDLE. 
you'll get 50% off your first item, three free adult DVDs, free shipping, and a gift so sensual I can't even mention it on this podcast about murder and bukkake. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's DIDDLE, D-I-D-D-L-E, like your uncle used to do to you. That is absolute bull piss. Absolutely. Uh, my sperm was as potent as it got because I knocked up a broad who had a black baby. Absolutely. Uh, well, I'm inciting violence, and somebody bring me up on charges because that is horseshit. That motherfucker goes into my... This is my realm. Absolutely. Uh, I'm going back to the old school, back in the 50s and the 1940s when they used to use VD for venereal disease. Fuck the STDs, I still have VD. No fucking way. I don't buy it, I don't believe it, and I think it's pure fabric. Steel. Okay, what's happening? Hey, man, I, you know... I'm hoping I'm not interrupting your Oscars party, you know, so, so we could just we could just do this this uh, fistful of steel episode really quick so you can get back to uh, your Oscars party. Well, I got my KKK robe on and I'm ready to enjoy an evening of uh, celebrating the Academy Awards. Yeah, I was wondering um, who would be at your Oscars party. I figured it would be you, maybe uh, your Charles Bronson uh, DVDs, um, possibly Dougie. Um, Mr. Spring Break, maybe. Well, it's all, we all know that my Oscar party is going to be all white people because apparently the black people have boycotted the, or boycotted the Oscars this year. So it's, it's going to be just me and a bunch of white people watching it, rooting for white people. Okay, so you're only going to, uh, to, to um, vote on the, uh, the white movies. Absolutely. I'm, I decided that I'm only voting for white movies this year because I, I'm, I'm going with the anti-Hollywood movement uh, which has got this, you know, the the blacks boycotting. I think uh, what uh, Will Smith's wife, I think, is boycotted. I think Spike Lee has boycotted, all because there's not enough of a representation of minority uh, films or actors or whatever. Straight out of yeah. Compton was uh, denied being in the best picture category. And if you uh, yeah. did, did you see Straight Out of Compton? I am not. I want to, obviously, because I'm very interested in that, uh, you know, that band from that time. Or I don't even know if you call a rap group a band. See, that's how fucking white I am. I don't even know. Like, I don't even realize that you can't call a rap group a band. That's that's how much of a honky I am, and that's why I'm wearing my white hood tonight when I watch the Academy Awards. You know, I, you know, I don't think you're going to be the only person wearing a white hood watching that. You know, the, the people that actually um, choose which uh, which films are in the categories, they, they are also members of the KKK. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> Apparently they are, although I, I claimed when this whole controversy started a month or so ago, I said, quit your... I mean, what's, we got everybody bitching about, oh, we didn't get represented enough. We need more nominations for this group and that group and this... And if I remember right, Gabrielle... I don't even know how you pronounce her name. Gabrielle Sidibe or whatever that starred as Precious. 
Like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Six, seven years ago, she was fat and she was black. So, and she, I think, got nominated and maybe, I think she may have even won. I'm, I'm not real up on my Academy Award history, but I know she at least got nominated for that. Well, I think she won well, the award. Precious was a brilliant comedy. So I can see. Well, it was one of the funniest movies of our time. It was like the space balls of the millennial generation. Oh, it it certainly was. It was a hilarious movie. I, I've watched it several times. Um, but I mean, she was black, and she wasn't just regular black. She wasn't like light skin, red bone, high yellow, you know, uh, uh, octoroon. She was black, black, like pitch black, black. And she got nominated, and not only that, but she weighed four hundred eighty six pounds. So they, the obese people can't say, "Oh, we were never nominated." No, you were. She killed two birds with one stone. You know, Steele, if you were one of the Academy Award judges, would you have a category for best octoroon picture? I, I think you might. You see, that's the problem when it comes to black people is there's so many shades of them. So now if we give an award to say, we give an award to uh, um, who's the, uh, the Halle Berry, who's the hot kind of light-skinned black, well, then do I have to give, give an award to somebody who's the color or shade of Wesley Snipes, too? Like, do I have to cover every shade in the spectrum? Or, or is it just like, okay, I'm on the, the light side of the black, but this person's on the kind of the eggplant side of the black, but now if I only give an award to one of them, then the other fucking side of the spectrum is going to bitch about it. So see, it never ends when it starts coming down to quotas and, oh, we got to have these, this many people represented. <laughs> you know, I, I'm surprised you're not an Academy Award judge. Like, it seems like you have all the qualifications. You know, oh, I'd love to be. I just, I've had. They know my phone number. If they yeah. want to call me, they can reach me. <laughs> I, th- I think you should be an Academy Award judge. Okay, well, uh, we'll we'll move on. To, you, you sent me a few rants here. We'll get to some of these rants, and uh, you can get right back to your Oscars party and your Cheetos and grape soda. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, we were talking about uh, Gabrielle Sidibe, and uh, she she's a plus size woman. And uh, your first oh. rant is about uh, about plus-size women. So uh, here we go. Hey, I know you assholes are well aware that political correctness continues to run amok, but this time you can chalk up another win for the cunty, fake, made-up body-shaming movement as Sports Illustrated has just announced that it's putting a plus-size model on the cover of this year's swimsuit edition, and I gotta tell you, it tickles my asshole. Hey, fat chicks, why don't you stay on your own print covers, you know, like O Magazine or The Globe? I don't recall Christy Brinkley or Cheryl Teagues ever bitching about not landing catalog work for Fashion Bug Plus or Lane Bryant. So why is it that every time I turn around, you sodbusters are bitching and moaning that you're not getting enough skinny girl work? You see, putting a fat bun on the swimsuit cover is like making Stacy Kuhn the president of the United Negro College Fund. Sure, it's funny at first, but then 10 minutes later it dawns on you and you think to yourself hey wait a minute who's the fuck face who put Stacy Coon in charge of black kids college money we need to be real careful when it comes to giving fatties the slender girl magazine covers because it's a real slippery slope you see all it does is open up the door to other undesirables in the modeling industry I mean what's next putting Rocky Dennis on the cover of Glamour or putting the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan on the cover of Ebony or hey wait I got a brilliant idea how about we have Stephen Hawking grace the cover of Must and fitness. Yeah, that would be wonderful. That sounds fantastic. You see, this shit will never end. These images of fat models and bikini issues is what I like to call reverse body shaming. It's bad for all the beautiful young girls with bulimia out there. 
if fat becomes the new normal, then how can a bulimic possibly compete for bikini jobs when she has to barf up an M&M after lunch while the sodbuster can just sit and eat an entire box of Twinkies for breakfast and still be employable? It's an uneven playing field and it's unfair. In fact, I'd argue that the bulimic actually puts a lot more work and effort into her modeling career than the fat one ever does. Bulimia takes discipline, hard work, drive, desire. It's a lot harder to puke up three bacon double cheeseburgers than it is to just sit down, eat, relax, and enjoy them. So all I'm saying is keep the skinnies and the beauties in one magazine and the uglies and the fatties in another. Not everything has to be all-inclusive. So skinnies, go stand over in the celery aisle at the Whole Foods and you fatties, will you go belly up your fat asses to the all-you-can-eat buffet down at the Golden Corral. All I'm saying is stay out of each other's fucking magazines. And remember the hashtag, people, fat models' lives. Well, <laughs> they don't matter. Wow. Steele, you offended, like, I don't know how many people in that rant. <laughs> it was just like a multitude of people uh, would be offended by that. Um, reverse body shaming. It's an interesting concept. Reverse body well, shaming. Yeah, well, I mean... Did you that coin that term? What's that? Did you coin that term? Well, I didn't coin the term body shaming. I maybe no. coined the, the term reverse, reverse body, body shaming. Reverse body shaming, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's just, uh, I just see, you know, you get these pockets of everything. There's always a move. Like, everything's so politically correct. You know, it's one day it's the whites, the next day it's the blacks, then it's the chinks, then it's the fatties, then it's the gays. And now the thing is, the now fat people. It's like Barbie just changed the size of its doll to have, like, they're now giving, what, they're putting out seven or eight different size Barbie dolls to accommodate all the different body styles that, that women have and young girls have. So that so nobody's left out of the mix. You know, Barbie was supposed to be a size one. That's what she is. But no, they can't do that anymore. They gotta put. They're also putting out Barbie in eight different races and shit. Now everybody's got to be accommodated. So the latest thing is they're always talking about body shaming. Oh, we yeah, can't body, body shame shaming. people. Well, so, but but, that, but that's the thing though with, with models. I mean, it's kind of like purebred horses or athletes. It's like these people train their bodies. They 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 work out every day. They have this fitness regimen. They have like these strict diets so they can be a professional athlete. You know, models practice bulimia. They you know they eat like right. thirty calories a day because they're they're honing their bodies for for physical perfection so they can be models. If we let everybody be a model or fat people be athletes, you know, it's like. Like, well, we, we, it wouldn't be a sport anymore. You know, there wouldn't be competition. Exactly. I mean, if you can't, if there's some things that can't, it's like taking boxing or taking punching out of boxing. It's not boxing at that point. It's just, it's just two people standing in a ring staring at each other, you know? So, I mean, at what point do you stop the train and say, uh, wait a minute here. They, there are fat, there are magazines for fat chicks. I said in the fucking thing, Omeg, Oprah's magazine, but put them on that cover or like the fucking Globe or the Star or the Inquirer. Every time I fucking go into the grocery store at the checkout line, I look at the fucking Globe cover and it's some 800 pound person sitting in a bed and they're talking about oh let's see how many calories Jenna eats 8 million calories a day let's take a look at her breakfast that's, how, that's the type of sensationalism they go for so why don't you they keep those fatties in those magazines they have their magazines do they have to fucking ruin it by putting them in the swimsuit edition and, and I'm not even saying I didn't even know the swimsuit edition still existed quite frankly because I figured nobody fucking even looked at magazines anymore but the, the other thing is they put out three covers this year. 
They put out the cover, like they put out one cover for the hot chick. It's an actual swimsuit model that should be on the fucking cover. Then they gave one to the fat pig, and then they gave one to Ronda Rousey, who was like the UFC fucking oh, yeah, the female UFC champion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who, who well, I've contended since. Well, I've contended she's not attractive. I'm, I'm contended it's time for us to stop pretending that she's attractive. See, the only reason people find her attractive is because she's in a sport that's you know she's like in a sport where it's basically all male gladiators and she's like one of the, the, the females that kind of sticks out and the other females look like, you know, look like trannies or men. Yeah, they, 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 they do the look only, very masculine, the other ones. Yeah, and she's the only one that has somewhat of a femininity to her and kind of is, yeah, from... If, if everything being relative, like if you put her in the normal world with normal fucking models and, and hot chicks, she would be, nobody fucking give her a second look. She's only looked at as being hot. It's like, it's like Sarah Palin. Everybody said how hot she was when she well, ran, was the nominee. No, she wasn't. Well, You're only comparing her. To Hillary Clinton or Michelle Bachman or something. Yes. You know, Sarah yeah, Palin's more that, attractive than them. Exactly. It's all relative. So when you, you stick. Sarah Palin, yeah, next to Hillary Clinton, of course, at that point, she looks like fucking Miss America. But you put her in the fucking normal society, and you're looking at real hot chicks. No, she's not. She's not even remotely attractive. And the same holds true for Ronda Rousey, who got a cover of Sports Illustrated as well. She's she's only attractive when you stick her in the UFC world. You take her out of that, and, and nobody gives a shit about her. So it's, it's, they're, they're trying to accommodate everybody instead of just going with what it's supposed to be. <laughs> you know what? Did you see the uh, Did you did you see the Down syndrome uh, fashion model? I I saw somebody post an article online about it. Yes, it's, it's, it's like the retarded prom king every year. You read all the guy that gets gets retarded at every high school gets voted prom king. But it's a sympathy. See, the thing is, they don't realize. And I think, okay, whatever. Nobody even gives a shit about prom king. But they vote the guy prom king. Is it really? It's, it's a sympathy vote. So is it really boosting his self-esteem or is it making him feel worse at that point? That the only reason he won it is because, because he's, he's special. Wild. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I saw some article about the Down syndrome fashion model. And I was thinking, God, if Steele sees this, he's not going to be able to eat for a week. Uh, no dairy products for at least four days. <laughs> I saw the head. This is what happened. Is I saw like, cause you know, on fucking people post that shit, you know, they post articles or share articles on Facebook. And I saw the article headline for that story about the, the retard model. I didn't go down far enough to see the picture. I read the headline <laughs> because I knew if I saw the picture, there'd be no yogurt, no milk, no butter, <laughs> any of that stuff. So that's out for four and a half days. If I see a retard. What, what about pudding pops? Uh, frozen, I might be able to fucking, I might be able to ingest that without barfing it back up. But if it's, if it's in its regular form, it's room temperature for no, I, I wouldn't be able to eat that either. <laughs> well, this is a good segue into the second rant here about uh, Bill Cosby. Hey, will one of you fuckheads please tell Bill Cosby not to be too alarmed if I happen to stop breathing a few times while he's raping me in my sleep? You know, after the Spanish fly that he slipped into my drink starts to kick in? The whole not breathing thing, well, it's not me trying to tell him to stop. It's just, well, I have sleep apnea, and I mean, who the fuck wants to rape somebody wearing a CPAP machine? That's not sexy. Anyway, so tell him if I stop breathing, just carry on, finish the rape. Look, I have failed at a lot of shit in life, but I will be damned if I'm going to become known as the only unconscious supermodel who couldn't make the voice of Mushmouth come. <laughs> um, you know, I, 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 I don't want to like uh, you know, make, 
body shame you seal, but I don't think you're Bill Cosby's type. <laughs> I, I, I know well, I'm doing that, some body shaming. <laughs> that that kind of hurts my feelings. I was kind of hoping I was. I was kind of hoping that I fit the supermodel category. But <laughs> So wait, do you really have sleep apnea? Oh, yeah, I've had it for, uh, well, I don't know, i probably had it longer than I know I've had it. I've had it, I was diagnosed with it maybe in 04. I've had it for a good 10, 12 years, probably. But you're quite the catch. Five, you know, you, you have this debilitated <laughs> penis. You have to wear this right. sleep apnea mask. Um, I'm surprised you don't get laid more often. It's it's quite it's quite alarming, isn't it? I mean, it's I mean, I I I look up the stars every day and go, why aren't there more girls out there that want me inside of them? Yeah, you know, I'm surprised with your gratuitous use of the word octoroon. I, I figured women would be flocking to you, but uh, hey. Well, I, I mean, I'm trying. Aside from my physical beauty that you've already alluded to, yeah, I'm very charming as well. I'm a very classy guy. Yeah, a great I'm, conversationalist, as you can tell. I mean, everything I have to say is very worthwhile. Yeah, I could imagine like uh, women would would love to spend a couple hours with you at the Olive Garden, you know. Um, so well, the some... Olive Garden is a little <laughs> steep for me. Let's uh, not set their sights at that high just yet. At least not on the first date. That's like we're talking Olive Garden, more like a you're talking a couple year anniversary. Do Do you remember uh, a restaurant in Bay City called the Texan? Is that still there? Oh, yes. That it's unfortunately there were three of them in, in my area. The one you're referring to, Essexville. No, unfortunately, that is now a chink restaurant, or shall I say, Oriental cuisine. If you want. <laughs> I don't want to offend the sick and wrong listeners. Uh, but yeah, no, that is now a Chinese restaurant. Uh, but what about the other one? The one in Bay City. Uh, that one's closed. Then they had two of them in Saginaw that are now closed. The, the two in Saginaw are like Mexican restaurants. It's really weird. They just went to a different cuisine. The two in Saginaw are, are Mexican restaurants. The one in Bay City is actually a pharmacy. And then the one in Essexville uh, is now a Chinese restaurant. But I spent many a drunk, because that used to be open 24 hours, and that yeah. was like the drunk after bar hangout, which you you couldn't pay me enough to be a waitress at the Texan at three o'clock in the morning on a Saturday, the verbal abuse. And I'm not talking just, I'm not, you know, we were pretty tame. My friends and I that went in there. I know you might find that shocking that, you know, we didn't really verbally abuse the fucking waitresses, but the verbal abuse that they put up with by, from the drunken alcoholics that came in there every Friday and Saturday night after the bar closed was absolutely, uh, it was astonishing to witness. I recall uh, being there with you one time and a fracas broke out and uh, and uh, I, I recall you yelling fracas several times, but then you also wouldn't shut up to the waitress that the the salad came with the with a uh, with a dressing called cream of Texan. Do you remember that cream of Texan? Like oh, it was that like, was how stressing the cream was, of the Texan. There was Texan cream, and you wouldn't shut up about it. And <laughs> I remember the uh, waitress almost was, she did, she just like would frown while she was uh, coming over to our table, like just grimace. Well, well, because that's, that's just our table. That's just one table that's just being uh, just obnoxious and drunk and, and slurring their words and talking about, like, you know, just dirty fucking, you know, locker room humor like talk. But she's dealing with that in the whole restaurant. That's the whole restaurant at that hour. That, the, the, the zoo that was taking place yes. in the Texans after hours 
were sold. And then, you know, these, these fucking waitresses were making, what, $1.50 an hour, and they were based on tips? Well, most of it, I'm always a pretty good, generous tipper. That, that's one thing that I have going for me. But most of the fucking assholes in the Texan at fucking 4 o'clock in the morning aren't fucking good tippers. So these fucking poor broads are coming to work having a deal of that shit. Yeah, it's, it's, I would have, I would have offed myself. I would have won, I would have went pure Uber driver, I think, and would go around town <laughs> shooting people if I was a fucking waitress at the Texan at 5 in the morning. Yeah, I'm surprised that didn't uh, initiate a spree killing. Um, that that place seriously at after two a.m. at the uh, the Texan on uh, Euclid Avenue, right? Wasn't it Euclid in Bay yep. City? Yep. That place was the shallow end of the gene pool. Like you're oh, just absolutely. walking through. Yeah, it's like you know knee deep. It became an insane, like it became an insane asylum. The minute that fucking clock hit two, or the minute the clock hit two a.m. and the bars started shutting down, last call, and people were out the door. <laughs> the Texan in town became a, just a complete madhouse. It was like a, it was like you're on a morning zoo radio show. Is what it turned into. <laughs> whatever you got there. It was yeah. a fucking and, and then there's like a there's probably t- just tables of assholes saying the same thing about the cream of a Texan. Oh, oh I'd yeah, love some yeah, Texan yeah. cream on my salad. Yeah, give me the, who is this Texan and where can I get his cream? <laughs> I mean, it's just, and then you're talking about, usually you'd go up there and there's, every time I went, there was always a pubic reference on the salad bar. Like, whose pubic is in my mashed potato? It was just so imbecile. It was, Im- it was just immature, immature. <laughs> style behavior at its best, just completely on display. But, see, you know, it's a, that's what happens when you grow up in a town where bars close at two and there's just nothing else to do, you know? Right. It's, yeah, you're still you're still kind of wild. It doesn't even time to wind down. So yeah. now you're just going to go make the waitress's life miserable for the next three hours Talking by hanging out and loitering at the Texas, <laughs> eating all you can eat in the fray until you fucking puke. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm sure those waitresses would ra- rather be raped by Bill Cosby and uh, sort of make a little bit of hush money and uh, go sure. live a better life instead of dealing with assholes at the Texan. Oh, you couldn't pay me enough. <laughs> All right, we got we got another rant here, um, which is actually fairly topical because Sick and Wrong covered uh, the Zika virus a couple weeks ago. Oh. Oh, fuck. The CDC has just warned that Brazil could be a hotspot for the Zika virus, and they've also determined that the Zika virus can be passed through sexual contact. Oh, thanks a lot, assholes. Now I can't fuck a Brazilian this summer without wearing a mosquito net. Anyway, I'm looking forward to standing around the water cooler in the 2030s once all of these Zika babies grow up and enter the dating pool. I can't wait to hear stories about how some of you millennials took a toilet stall knobber from some broad you met on FarmersOnly.com whose head was the size of a cocoa puff. Don't worry, fellas. We all know that fat chicks get a little slimmer the more we drink. A 300-pounder looks like she's 220 by last call. So I'm sure the reverse is true for all of these Zika broads. Hopefully, after a few cheap beers, her head will start to look like the size of a tangerine. And if you throw a little tequila into the mix, you might even be able to make her head look at least the size of a blooper ball. Anyway, this Zika virus is causing uh, babies with heads the size of cherry tomatoes, which is really going to cause problems down at the retard hockey helmet factory. In the meantime, until these plants start producing some smaller headwear, when these Zika kids need a helmet to take to their coloring book class, they're just going to be shit out of luck or they're going to have to go use one of those mini NFL football helmets that you get out of those vending machines you find in the breezeway, the Piggly Wiggly. What really sucks is that it usually takes 20 tries and a shitload of quarters before you actually get your favorite team's helmet, which is great for the vending industry, but let's face it, it's a major pain in the ass for the Zika baby. Anyway, best of luck 
luck to all you grape-headed Zika babies out there. Remember, when you grow up and you go grocery shopping, have hope and bring a pocket full of change. Yeah, you know, uh, we were talking about the Zika virus, and we're actually kind of excited about it because it's going to bring some more microcephalics to the world. Because it's been a while. When's the last time you saw a pinhead? It's been, uh, I want to say, probably two two decades maybe since I saw an actual person with a head the size of a fucking uh, plum. Exactly. It's, it's it's been a long, you know. It, it's you know, microcephalics is the, is the uh, the medical term, and it's it's you know that that disease is almost non-existent in uh, in like you know first world countries. But right, luckily, right. we have a place like South America or Africa where um, right. you know these diseases can be spread, and uh, you can have microcephalics entering into the dating pool. Um, right. Would you be opposed to dating? Guy. Would you be opposed to dating a girl uh, who uh, has a pinhead? I would not, just from the standpoint of the story. I mean, would I be physically attracted to her? No, I'd probably be repulsed, and I might not be able to. Like after I fuck her, I'd probably go, "Oh, why did I do that?" And then I'd probably be very ashamed of myself, and I might even be curled up in a fetal position, <laughs> crying that I actually went through with it, and that I just I, I might. It wouldn't help my self esteem. Let's put it that. If I fuck a girl that has the head the size of an orange, I'm probably gonna feel bad about myself. Not only for myself, but I'm gonna maybe feel bad for her that maybe she just thinks that I did it as a of the fuck that I wasn't really genuine that I was very disingenuous in my, in my intentions yeah so um, no but I would do it because the story would be that's why I think it'd be, it's going to be great at the water cooler 20 years from now when these fucking things are dating because I, I want to hear the stories of okay how, how big was the girl's head you fucked hey Joe how big was the girl you fucked how big was the head on the top of her show you know I can't wait to hear those stories I I assume that uh, you'd be a little more into uh, having sex with one of these pinheads because those, you know the diminutive head her tiny head would make your cock look a lot bigger you know your penis would look much larger in a small mouth like that well it's that when believe me when I start getting when I start most fucking some of these Zika babies in 15 years from now in 2029 when I start fucking some of these Zika babies wait that they're I, I, yeah, pedophile like, they're probably only going to be 13 by then <laughs> push it to 2040 when the Zika babies are legal everybody on the second wrong I'm waiting till they're legal but when the Zika baby gets legal in 2040 when I'm mouth-fucking them, yeah, if I'm doing that, I don't just want my dick to look big to me. If, if I'm actually having her give me a knobber, I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on Instagram so people will, I can show people that, hey, look how big my dick is. I'm getting it sucked, and look how big it is compared to her head, and then not tell them that it's a Zika baby sucking me off, that it's an actual normal-sized chick that's blowing me. <laughs> you know what? Uh, speaking of which, uh, sending pictures to your friends, I wonder if there's going to be, like, Zika porn, you know, that's going to come out, like Zika baby porn you can bet your bottom line right now that Chatsworth which is the you know the mecca that's, that's basically the home base for the porn porn industry is already working on that as we speak they're already there's, there's porn producers right now rubbing their hands together and licking their chops and just writing scripts you know because you know a porn script takes about three hours to write so they're writing a fucking script right now for Zika baby porn in the year 2035 and it's going to be glorious <laughs> um, yeah you know what you, you think it'd be a whole new genre or something which, which would oh, be yeah. great 
Well, think about it this way. I mean, think about the gay Zika babies. Like, if it's a guy that's born gay and and he's he's a Zika baby and he grows up and he wants to just fucking whore around. Like, think about a Zika baby trying to give you head at a glory hole. His head would pop through the fucking hole. Like, <laughs> like you see the whole head. Like, I mean, how... If you wanted to give a glory, if you wanted to go glory, like give a glory hole blowjob as you're like in your young twenties as a Zika baby, like how do you do that without having your head like go through the open? Like, you know, you're not supposed to even see the other person on the other side. You're just supposed to stick your dick it's, through it's there. It's almost but like cheating. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of rude. Yeah, his whole head. Like he could peek through the hole and say, "Hey." Are there any dicks back there to sell? You know, I mean, it, I think it's going to cause a lot of issues that the gay community is going to have to address too. Twenty years from now, <laughs> did uh, did you ever see the movie What Is It by uh, Crispin Glover? Remember Crispin Glover? Yeah, he co-starred with Mel Gibson in uh, the Lethal Weapon series. No, 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 no. That's that's a, Crispin Glover was in Back to the Future. He was Michael J. Fox's dad in oh, that. Okay, I'm thinking Danny Glover. A different guy completely. Um, he was in, uh, what was he in? River's so, Edge. Remember that movie, River's Edge? Yeah, I remember that movie. So he's basically just a certifiable weirdo. And he made this movie called What Is It? And I actually went to the okay. premiere. I, I highly recommend this film for the uh, listening audience. But I went to the premiere in San Francisco. And basically, wow. it's an art film with just a bunch of Down syndrome people and some spastic oh, people having sex. So it's just a bunch of blood, like Down syndrome right. people blowing each other, and right. uh, now, are they real cards and real? Yeah, no, they uh, they like they, they really okay. They, they are legitimate retarded people, like people with real Down syndrome. And he, I, okay. I had to go to their parents to get their the parents' consent so they could right. star in the movie. And I just remember like the outrage in the theater. Like I, I was thoroughly entertained and and uh, you know eating my popcorn and laughing. But there were a lot of like self righteous San Franciscans that were just really upset and thought that he was exploiting retarded people. And he was just like, you know, but, but I got the parents' permission and. And they were enjoying themselves, uh, but it. But th that's what I'm saying. It's like if if you put out some pinhead porn or you put out uh, some Down syndrome porn, people would think you're exploiting them. What you need to do is put out an art film with a bunch of pinheads having sex with each other. Call it art. Yeah, yeah. If you put art in front of anything, people go, "Oh, it's beautiful." Like, I mean, you pee on Jesus. It's art. I mean, if you put <laughs> art as a preface for anything that you do, all of a sudden it's it's critically acclaimed. You know, it's like, "Oh, this is brilliant." So yeah, it would be. Now, when you went to the retard porn film, did they did people know what the what it was about, or was they just went in blindly and had no clue what was going to go on? No, you, no. I mean, no. We no one knew what it was about. It was just called the oh, movie's okay. called What Is It. And okay. uh, apparently, I think there's a sequel called This Is It, which I haven't seen. But it, okay. essentially, the whole movie was a bunch of retarded people, like with Down syndrome, crushing snails and giving each okay. other blowjobs and having sex. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And I think the, the finale, there's a, a spastic guy with like cerebral palsy in a clamshell, and uh, they're having a big retarded orgy on top of him. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I'm surprised. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm surprised that somebody hasn't tried to, you know, this day and age, somebody would be like, oh, I don't care if you got consent, we're going to prosecute you for that. Like, so yeah, no, San Francisco, they were very upset. You, you might be able to go find this one at the local Blockbuster, Seal. Do you still go to Blockbuster or Family Video? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm hoping, it's, is it, is it, will it be behind the saloon doors in the back room where they keep the other porn, or is there a separate room for the retard porn? I don't know if, it, if they can keep it in the same room. 
room is the other porn. <laughs> I think it's in a special section. It's like, you know, with like the, the purple walls and uh, it's very colorful, lots of rainbows. <laughs> And, uh, oh, I, so I look for the picture of Barney on the wall. And that's where they put the retard on. <laughs> Unicorns, you know, that kind of thing. I um, think they, what I think they should do is put it in the children's session because I think that's something that I think families would enjoy. You know, I could see, I could see this movie be enjoyed by people of all ages. I enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, it, it was good. Um, last thing I want to mention here, uh, but we, I know I know you got to get back to the Oscars party. Is FarmersOnly.com a, an actual dating site? Oh, absolutely! You haven't seen the ads on TV? No, I did. I don't. You know, I don't know. Maybe they don't have it here in uh, in California. But I've never. What is well, farmers only? Farmers only. Obviously, you know Christian Mingle, which is another one of my favorites. Don't Christian get me wrong. Mingle, I have a I've seen that. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, you know, eHarmony. And then, of course, I have others. Oh, my favorite is uh, blackpeoplemeet.com, where I have a profile. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, my, one of my favorite names for a dating site is trannyfuckdate.com. But, yeah, Farmers Only, which, by the way, just so you know, Tranny Fuckdate does not advertise on NBC, CBS, or Fox. Is, but, that, uh, is that a real Is that That's not a real one. <laughs> no, that's okay. a real one. It was, like, five or six years ago. Uh, in fact, I use it in a lot of jokes I write. I go on trannyfuckdate.com. But, uh, you know, Farmers Only gets advertised a shitload around here. It's basically gearing itself towards, I forget what their slogan is. It's, it's uh, go and meet people that are similar to you, farmers, cowboys and country folk or something like that. So it's basically meant for people who live in rural areas to meet and hook up. Wow. How many Jews use this uh, site? Not a single Jew. (laughs) (laughs) You know, my guess is not one Jew. Wow. So you have to be a farmer or a cowboy to be on this. This is this. That's, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Well, I don't know if yet. I mean, I'm sure there's fake profiles there just like anything else because, uh, you know, there's fake profiles on any of those sites that you go on. So I mean, you could probably be uh, a machinist or something and still sign up for it and nobody vets you. But it's, yeah, it's, it's geared for rural people that are in like farming communities or the agricultural business or something like that that live in like, country, you know, in the country or down south or whatever to, to have a place where they can meet other like folks and maybe strike up, you know, uh, you know, start dating them and hopefully turn into a budding romance or maybe eventually lead to marriage. And it shows these people like riding, like in the commercial, there's people riding horses, like in a white picket fence in a field. And then there's a guy that's like, I don't know if he's trying to extract uh, semen from a bull or, you know, in a, in a barn. And there's a guy milking a cow. And then in the next scene, there's some hot, ch- and of course they always put hot chicks in the commercial. And you know that that's not what the 99% of the people on farmers only are. They're probably fucking fat farmers that are 60 years old with a big beer belly. But all the people in the fucking thing are hot. They look like, the guys look like fucking Lorenzo Lamas. And then the fucking the girls, they got girls, really hot chicks in a pickup truck wearing like Daisy Duke shorts and cowboy boots with a little do-rag on her. Like, it's so not what the people on the site probably even come close to looking like. But exactly. it's so ridiculously absurd uh, that it's one of my favorite dating sites out there at, at the moment. I had never heard of that one before. You know, have you yeah, ever no. heard of, I was talking to a guy at work the other day. He was telling me about the site that he uses. It's a, it's a variant of Tinder. Um, you know, okay. Tinder, the one where you swipe left, swipe, swipe yep. right. But it's a Jewish version of Tinder called J-Swipe. And I was like, <laughs> it, it was like J-Swipe. You know, it sounds like right. something I did this morning with a, with a, with yeah. a towel. I J-Swiped a load of kids <laughs> off my chest, you know, right. Right. my stomach. I was like, ah, Jay swipe that. But apparently that's a thing. Like uh, you go on there and you swipe left or swipe right for the Jews. 
Yeah, well, there's. <laughs> well, you don't want to swipe too far and send them all the way to Auschwitz. Uh, the uh, I know there was a site called. It wasn't a Tinder type site, but it was a regular like online dating site called J Day, which was Jewish based. Yeah. And then uh, there's like I said, I, I signed. I'm, I'm actually probably still have a profile. It was like ten years ago. I was on BlackPeopleMeet.com trying to find black broads. But there's there's a lot of these like like subset online things that are geared specifically towards certain demographics like there's an Asian one uh, and then there's uh, now there's the 50 plus one like for the 50 and over crowd and then there's one for cougarsonly.com or somewhere mm. if you're looking for a cougar which I thought cougars you know I thought their expiration date was in 2009 I didn't think they were still popular but apparently people are still into cougars I think you know I think they already uh, had their 15 minutes of fame and nobody gives a shit about the hot 50 year old broad anymore but is, uh, yeah, there's. Is, is there? A, it seems like there's one for 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 everyone out there. Is, is there a site that uh, for women who are seeking men with erectile dysfunction and sleep apnea? Uh, I'm not yet, but you're just giving me something to work on for the next six months. Maybe I can get that up and running. That's going to be a real niche market, I'm afraid. Uh, but uh, I know there was one that I used to show up in my my news feed. I think once in a while. One for like disabled people, like it was meant for you know if you're like disabled to meet uh, like other disabled people, like people in wheelchairs and amigos and shit like that, where you could meet like it was you know meet other people that are in an amigo, so you can fuck them when you get done shopping at Walmart. Uh, there was all that shit. In fact, one time when I first signed up for just a regular one, that like just a normal one, Match. dot com, like I don't know, it was ten years ago when I first signed God, up. I shudder to think the women that match with you. Oh, can you, listen, I'm going to tell you right now, the first, like, over there, there's these winks or something, like, if somebody likes you, they give you a wink or some gay shit like that, and the minute I signed up for it, the first wink I got was some, from some broad in a wheelchair, uh, so, I mean, that tells you, you know, and of course, that was after 10 tries of having Matt even approve my profile right up, because everything I wrote was inappropriate, so they kept telling me, you know, you got to write a new one. You know, can you screenshot your profile so I can post it on the site? I'd love to see this. Yeah, if I can, uh, let me see if I, I don't even have the passwords to even get in them anymore. I don't even go over to the fucking sites anymore. But yeah, if I can dig them up, if I can find them somewhere, get on there, I'll absolutely do that. All right, well, maybe maybe after the Oscar party's finished, uh, you can go on there and uh, send me a screenshot of your profile. Yeah, well, you know I'm going to be partying late into the evening after the Oscar party's over, so I probably won't wake up till noon tomorrow. So don't expect it any time before that. Okay, all right, all right. I'll, 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 I'll you know, I, I assumed you're going to be really into this. Is your, kind of your night? You look forward to it every year. Um, oh yeah, Steel. I'm going to an after party at that Gary Busey's house when it's over. <laughs> Steel, uh, thanks for being on the show. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll be back next next month with another edition right. of This Will of Steel. All right, see you then. What do you do when you're at a family reunion or Thanksgiving? You got a raging boner that won't go away, and you're considering fucking your grandmother. You go to Adam and Eve, of course. You buy a jerk-off sleeve, you know, dild uh, pocket pussy, something of that nature, so you can go in the bathroom and just take care of that raging boner before you have to bend over your grandma at the table and just fuck her. So go to adamandeve.com and type in the 
Diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. That's what Grandpa used to do to your dad. Talk to you later. Bye. So we got a few phone calls here, the Sick and Wrong Hotline, 206-666-3846 is that number. Um, Harrison, there's a lot of there's a lot of bashing of you <laughs> in, in, the, in the phone calls this week. I'm, I'm, seriously, I'm talking like five calls. I was like listening, yeah. like, wow. Okay, Harrison really inciting some rage amongst the listeners. Well, um, you can you can tell success by not a man's friends, but his enemies. Yeah, yeah, which uh, you must be quite successful. Yes. So let's play some of these uh, Harrison bashing phone calls. All right, here's Thunder Chunky. It's uh, Thunder Chunky again. Harrison, that was me calling you wonky streak of piss a few weeks yeah. back. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and you've got a hard neck saying you don't know what I'm talking about when you come out with rants like, yeah, man, he's got the head of like a killer crown and the ass of a monkey man. He's from Zelda land. I mean, what the fuck's that all about? Anyway, fucking hit the show. Fuck off. Like, <laughs> Hit the show. Fuck off. Well, um, I don't recall ever saying that, but it does sound like something I might have said. But what, what was that? Is, is something Zelda Land so, monkey ass? Something about a monkey man and a crab monster. Sandwich. Uh, yeah, I couldn't yeah. understand what he was saying. But what was the justification for calling you a lanky stream of piss? He didn't say that. He oh, just he said, justify. you got some nerve saying that oh. you don't know what I'm saying when you're talking about... Okay, so the fact that you're like, I'm confused by your lanky stream of piss yeah. comment. He's like, well, I'm confused that you say monkey man... Mm. You know, sodomizing Zelda. I also like his his that his uh, impression of me sounds like Charlie Manson, just kind of it fun. Does kind of actually. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what's the next Harrison bashing call? Oh, they don't like my cotton mouth again. Oh yeah, this is yeah. Thing. This is a yeah. common topic. What up, you douchebags? You gotta stop playing that damn theme song. It's a sickin' on podcast. <laughs> that makes you guys sound like whiny bitches. And another thing. Harrison, you're all right and all. First of all, aren't we whiny bitches? Isn't that kind of the whole fucking thing? I mean, listen to my fucking voice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Seriously. All right. But man, you have like a bad case of cotton mouth or something. I'm tired of hearing your like <laughs> tongue smacking crap in between shit. It's getting sickening. See ya. <laughs> See ya. I'm sickening people now. I, okay. I, that, that is kind of funny, but we don't. Did, did you address this last week or the week before? I addressed this at some point, and it's basically that uh, a I'm on a lot of medication, so blame the nice, the good people at I don't know Pfizer or whatever, the, whoever makes all the medication in the world. And uh, I drank a lot, and I'm very dehydrated all the time. I, I of, think that's why it's the it's the yeah. dehydration caused by the medication, and and mm. that, that's why you do a lot of this lip smacking, right? Which, to be honest. And this speaks to those, the next two calls we have. Jesus Christ. The, you won't get a harshest, harsher critic of me than me. Okay. <laughs> I, I actually do listen to the show. And I notice the fucking things I do that I'm not supposed to do. I, and I try to avoid doing them. But it's hard to avoid doing them and have a free flow of thought and not be a tryhard at the same fucking time. All right. So I'm trying to get a balance here. Just fucking come on. I, I can't believe slack. you listen to the show every week. I do. 
Jesus, really? Yeah, I, well, I want to be better. I want to. Li- I listen to the 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 ticks. I have ticks and things that I do. You know, yeah. I used to do that in the beginning, but then I'm just like, God, I hate my voice. I'm such a just a whiny cunt, and it, it just pissed me off, made me feel uh, just more angry about myself. So now it's like, I listen to it. I edit it barely. I don't even really edit much. I just throw in the Adam and Eve thing, put the call in the the, the, the song at the end, and I'm done. That's it. I'm no. not even thinking about that show again. Oh, I listen to it, and I'm like, the past is pointless. I'm like, oh, I didn't make enough witty remarks or or I'll congratulate myself on the various witty remarks don't dwell on your shortcomings there Harrison yeah. I, I, I know or else I'll get another call about we don't like you dwelling on your shortcomings after we call you and call you out on your shortcomings what the fuck do you want from me motherfuckers we, we do have some <clears throat> egregious critics in Jesus. the audience so, so here's some more bashing of the H-man okay. <laughs> hi I'm Harrison and when I'm not asking people you know what I mean? I'm trying to figure out what the fuck it is I mean. Because I talk so much fucking shit, I don't know what the fuck I mean. So when we're all confused and trying to figure out what the fuck I mean, ask yourself something. Do you know what the fuck you mean? And when you figure out what the fuck you mean, you fold me up and ask me what the fuck I mean. Do you know what I mean? Is that Dennis Hopper? I think it's Mr. T. It sounds like Mr. T. <laughs> Apparently, I, I, I remind people of, of Charles Manson and Mr. T. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's a, This is a uh, common theme here. All right. Before, the, I, co- yeah, before yeah. I comment on this, we'll hear the next one. Is that the same fucking thing? What's up? You know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> you, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Hey, Harrison. Shut up with the you know what I mean. Jesus Christ, if I was playing a drinking game to that, I'd be dead by now. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's actually a good idea. You know how they keep making all these drinking games about the Republican debates? Yeah. You know, there should be a drinking game about uh, sick and wrong. It's like, uh, you know, uh, how many times you say you know what I mean? How many times um, I, I talk about micro penises or something? <laughs> you do talk about them a lot. And that's why I was like, oh, again, with the micro. Because I was like talking about micro penises or, or cat ball having cat testicles. It's a whole thing with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like anytime fixation. I talk about the male genitalia, do a shot of Jaeger. Yeah. Anytime Harrison says, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like uh, a facial tick. And look, okay, I know. There are a few things that, I, that I've done that I hear myself do that I've decreased on as I've gone through the show. I'm not going to mention what that is because then you'll be fucking fixated on that and get a whole bunch of calls about that. And I, I, you know, I'm trying to be better. So on some level, I do welcome constructive criticism. At the same time, I kind of want to track each of you down and wipe your fucking bloodline off the face of the earth. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm a complicated person. I kind of feel both ways. I feel like, yeah, thank you for the criticism and I'm going to slit your fucking throat. You know, he is unstable, people. He's yeah. on a lot of psychotropic medication. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> um, but thanks, yeah, guys. But, but that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, since I've been doing the show and Wackerly, like, we, we all had that one that one thing. It's kind of like, it is sort of like a facial tick. It's like, you don't, you're not really conscious of saying it. Um, but one of the things I say a lot is like, ah, you know, when you're thinking, you know. I did that too, yeah. Yeah, and, and so... You know, after after you start doing the show a lot, then you then you kind of become more conscious of it. But but at the same time, you don't want to self censor yourself. You don't want to sit there fixating on your own. You know, on every time you say, you know what I mean. It's just right. like you know, it's 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 free flow conversation here. I mean, you want mom. us to write out the whole show like fucking Ira Glass or Sarah Koenig or actually they're really successful. Maybe we should do that. 
Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. We should actually okay. go there. Yeah, that might, that might make sense. Anyway, uh, we appreciate your criticism, people. <laughs> Duly noted. And uh, yeah, I'm sure we're going to really uh, change the way we do the show. Uh, but so, yeah, let's uh, let's let's file that in the sick and wrong suggestion box. Yes. Okay. Uh, we have one more call. Uh, this is a shit story, I believe. All right. The ultimate shit story. Which, oh. uh, which, yeah, I mean, this guy sounds very optimistic, very confident here. He must have a very large penis, this guy, to say that he is the ultimate shit story. So roll the theme music, and let's play this call. Here's the jingle for the sick and wrong bit. Come gather round. It's all about shit. Shit! Hey, boys, what's up? Heard a rumor that you guys had lifted the moratorium on shit stories. We did that a while so ago. I've been saving this one. When was the moratorium? So it's like a shit story every three seconds. On the yeah, show. but a couple of years ago, or oh. maybe a year ago, or something. Uh, we were just getting shit stories every week. So finally, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to play shit stories for like six months. Okay, I mean, this isn't the shit story podcast. So it's right. like you know, the podcast where all we talk about is shitting our pants. You know, it's like okay. So so we did a moratorium on it, and then but we lifted that a while ago. All right, so. This is going to end all shit stories. This is the greatest, the best, and I like challenge yeah. anybody Who to come up with story? one better. Uh, I called in a while ago to tell you about my girlfriend who discovered a dead body. She works in a uh, halfway house for homeless is he masturbating while he's saying this? I'm you hearing, hearing that noise? Some fat, like, fat, fat, some, fat, fat. Yeah, some flogging in okay. the background. Like I don't yeah. know what's going on there. Maybe maybe he's operating some kind of machinery. Okay, yeah. Retards. Um, <laughs> anyway, there was a lady <laughs> that lived in that house. She was an older lady, and she had a colostomy bag. Okay. I she was also kind now. of a bitch, I guess. She would get up in the middle of the night and, like, cook food and leave the oven on and and just basically, like, was out of her mind. But uh, one night, she went to bed, and apparently her colostomy bag ruptured while she was in bed. Ugh, that's never good. Hmm. Which is fucking disgusting. But instead of calling for help or, like, asking for somebody to, like, give her some assistance in cleaning it up, she decided to take it upon herself, clean up the mess, and put all of her bed sheets into the dryer uh, and turned it on. And that's what they discovered in the morning. God, that must smell awful. Fucking terrible. Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. God, that is, that is awful. That is you know, pretty bad. I, Although I, next time before you call, turn off the fucking metronome. In yeah, the that, I think that's what it was. The yeah. William Burroughs adding yeah. machine or something. Um, <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I got to disagree with you. I don't know if that's the ultimate shit story because it didn't happen to you. Like this didn't happen to you. Like, but when people call in shit stories, it's it's the self-deprecating aspect of I shit my own pants. Right. Like that. I'm telling. But the fact that you're telling a story about another person who shit their pants or cost me bag ruptured, I you know I kind of think you're disqualified from being the ultimate shit story. Yeah. Albeit that is very disgusting. That is. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ, uh, Harrison, would you be able to? Like, let's say you met a girl. She's very attractive. She looked okay. a lot like um, Kristen Ritter. Do you know who that is? Yes. 
And she looked a lot like her. You met her. She's interested in you, whatever. You came back to your apartment. She took off her pants. Colossomy bag. <clears throat> Would you be turned off? Would you be like, okay, it's all right. Do we have to keep it on while we have sex? What would your reaction be? Is that how it works? Do you just have to have it in all the time? I don't know. I've never okay, actually, I, don't know. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. Oof. Um, that's a tough... I have... A, you know, it might be one of those things I fixate on and I get worried about and then I I have a big debate about it and end up probably... It'll become an issue. Yeah. No, but I mean... It, it, I'd like to think I'd, I'd be, you know, hey, it's fine, but I don't know. It's probably not fine. I, I think I I would definitely have issues. I kind of have hygiene issues as it is. Yes, you but do. But if I, if I saw a girl that had that and she was like, well, I could just take it off and put it over here. I'm like, put it where? Like, you need a uh, hazmat suit to touch that thing <laughs> and we need to, like, get a radioactive right. waste bin for you yeah. to put it in because you're not going to put it with my regular garbage. Don't let my cat get near it. <laughs> you know, it's like I would be, I would have some issues. I'd be like, don't worry, sweetheart, I have plenty of toy cleaner. But you'd think we'll just... that, like, an attractive girl that has a colostomy bag would stick a cork in it or something when she went out, you know? A cork in it? Well, something, a okay. stopper. Or, right. yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's something. Okay. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know. But I guarantee there's a fetish out there for that. Thing. Oh, absolutely. There's a fetish out there for everything. I, I also, like, it just in, you know, searching for random BDSM porn, I will come across something I like, and then they'll, like, bring animas into, this, into, the, into oh, does play. does kill it? It doesn't. I'm just kind of like, it's not really my thing. I'm just kind of like, oh, okay, you do an animas thing. Okay, I, I guess whatever. I, you know. I am not turned on by that at all. No. Anima porn. Yeah, I did. I don't know. Although I have yet to meet a girl that's like, "Can I give you an enema?" I'd be so turned on by that. You know, my vagina would be like flowing like a river. Right. If I, if I don't know what I would do in that situation. Sure. I'm always trying to be good, giving a game. Uh, people call sick wrong hotline two zero six 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 three eight four six. We have time for one email. Got an email here from uh, Sean in Cape Town. He says, "Yo, sick and wrong. Here's a little something from the birthplace of apartheid." South Africa here, Cape Town. The object in this picture that he attached here was found by a friend of mine who's a doctor. Uh, this, this object was found in the vagina and anus of an African lady who was complaining of abdominal pains. They could not identify it and had no idea what the fuck it is. Hmm. It looks like a tiny little, like, like, like prawn, like a, like a little like shrimp or something. Okay. It's weird. He named it the vagina prawn, but it could easily be called an ass prawn. Um, he told the story to his friend Ninja from Deantward. Apparently, this guy hangs out with Ninja. I wonder if everyone in Cape everyone Town, in South Africa, yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're all Town friends. Ninja, yeah, and he was them and the, the fuck fucking away. the fucking District Nine guy. They're all going out. Yeah, they, they're Everybody's all hanging, hanging out. out. Yeah. It became the inspiration behind the scene in their music video, Fatty Boom Boom, which shows Lady Gaga going to the gynecologist and has a vagina prawn removed from her pussy. The insect removed from her pussy in the music videos is actually what we call a Parktown prawn in South Africa, which we use as a stand-in because they were fucking disgusting. And the real vagina prawn is some unidentified fucking alien. Okay. Not quite sure what he means by that. But he uh, attached a picture of the Parktown prawn, and he attached a picture of what he calls a vagina prawn. I might just have to post this on the website. It's quite disgusting. I don't know what I would do if I found an insect like that in someone's nether regions. I think I'd be grossed out by it. Okay. Anyway, keep it fucking sick and fucking wrong. Jomase Poe, your mother's pussy. Regards, Sean in Cape Town. Um, Sean, if you were indeed a friend of Ninja from Word, we'd love to interview him here on the show. Yeah, come on. Yeah. Throw us a fucking bone here, so, buddy. So let's get Ninja on the show here. If you are indeed a friend 
of Ninja. That was, you know, do you find that girl, what's her name, Yolandi, Yolandi Busser, do you find her attractive? I, I mean, it's hard to say. I, would I bang her? Absolutely. I, I kind of you know? have this weird, like, pedophilic issue with her. Like she, she kind of looks like a child. She, do, she just, she doesn't actually look human. Is her issue? She looks like some kind of androgynous alien, some kind alien. of creature. Yeah, yeah, like an alien. Um, yeah. But I'd still go there. I, I'd, you know, I'd love to see what that's like. I don't know, but I, yeah, that is an interesting. I'm not a big fan of that band, but that is a pretty good video. Fatty Boom Boom. It's pretty fun. I kind of like the videos. Yeah. actually. I like, I like the band. Yeah. They're kind of cool. Uh, people send your uh, your emails here. Second round podcast at hotmail.com. Uh, iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate that. Just go to iTunes, do a search for Sick and Wrong. You can download the show, and then uh, you can give us a rating. And it, it boosts visibility here for us. We can get more listeners, which means better phone calls and more shit stories. It's a win-win situation for everybody. I uh, had a few people calling in saying that they have Android devices, and the best way to listen to uh, the show on Android... I think we're at the, I think we're in the Google Play Store, I believe. But sure. I'm sure there's like Android uh, podcast apps, or I think the Android even has iTunes, doesn't it? Or an iTunes variation? I actually have no idea. I'll have to look into that. Um, let me know if you're an Android user, uh, how, how you listen to the show. Um, we have uh, the Sick and Wrong Tease. I was actually uh, showing uh, Harrison here the, uh, the mock-up for the tease. We, we were placing an order this week. Um, they're they're pretty cool. You gotta admit, they're cool. They are team. cool. They're yeah. dope as fuck. It's black. It's a cultist. It's satanic. Um, it's also it also doesn't have the word podcast or podcraft on it. Right. We decided against that. We decided against it. So uh, those, those shirts will be coming out in a couple weeks. You'll so. get people coming up to you. Yeah. You. you Which, will... if you're a guy, that's good news. If you're a woman. Probably bad news. Probably but, bad news, yeah. You know, but you will have hey. some people commenting on it. And uh, finally here, Sigurong Song of the Week is going to be dedicated to Donald Trump, who we all hope has a micropenis. Uh, it's a song a, a song that came out in 94 called Short Dick Man. I don't know if you ever heard this. No. It's uh, by Gillette, featuring a rapper named 20 Fingers. Apparently, the <laughs> tune was a global success. Huge in France, where it was a number one hit. But it was also big in Austria, Belgium, New Zealand, and Australia. Okay. And according to the vocalist here, Sandra Gillette, lead singer, the point of the song is to strike back at all the women bashing okay. uh, in rap music. Is that Penn Gillette's daughter? You know, that's interesting. It might be. Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. Let's just assume it is. Um, but it's a good song. It's, it's called Short Dick Man. And I'm going to dedicate this one to Donald Trump because the world hopes you have a micropenis. Yes. Anyway, people, we'll be back next week with episode 522. Until then, take it sleazy.